I'm Alexandra August, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, for March 17th. It's not often we get to talk about someone who kicked off not one, but two major fiction subgenres, but here we are. Because today we celebrate the birthday of William Gibson, one of the founding fathers of both cyberpunk and steampunk. First, let's dig into those terms a bit. Cyberpunk is kind of an umbrella term for stories combining high-level technology with kind of a gritty noir feel. It's a combination of the word punk and the word cyberspace, which Gibson also helped coin in his book Neuromancer. See, in the 50s and 60s, a lot of sci-fi was very clean and bright and campy and typically portrayed a utopian society. Then writers like Philip K. Dick and Harlan Ellison started creating sci-fi that was a little darker and more visceral, paving the way for cyberpunk. And when William Gibson published his book Neuromancer in 1984, he essentially created the archetype for cyberpunk as we know it today. In fact, the book was so influential, fellow sci-fi author Bruce Bethke quipped that any authors following in Gibson's footsteps should properly be termed neuromantics, since so much of what they were doing was clearly imitation neuromancer. Steampunk is essentially the same idea, though instead of a dystopian future, it all takes place in an alternate history Victorian era. So instead of virtual reality and cybernetic implants, you get gears and airships. So, many airships. Now, obviously, there's early examples of steampunk, like the works of Jules Verne, but the steampunk version of Neuromancer, in the sense that it was the single piece of creative that functionally kicked off steampunk as we currently know it, was 1990's The Difference Engine, written by Bruce Sterling and, you guessed it, William Gibson. Okay, so how did one man come to influence two major fiction subgenres? Hold on to your top hats and subdermal circuits. We'll tell you in a few. Actor Gary Sinise was born on this day in 1955. In addition to a few sci-fi films under his belt, Sinise played astronaut Ken Mattingly in the 1995 film Apollo 13. Ken Mattingly himself was also born on this day in 1936. Gibson wanted to be a science fiction writer since the age of 12, but as so often tends to happen in these stories, the universe had a different plan, at least at first. And Gibson wouldn't actually go down that path until decades later. When growing up, Gibson found the culture of rural Virginia where he was raised highly problematic and spent most of his time digging into science fiction and music. After his mother's death when he was 18, he left school without graduating and roamed the world aimlessly, just absorbing culture and counterculture. In the late 60s, he ended up in Canada as a manager of Toronto's first head shop. He then settled with his wife in Vancouver in the early 70s, where he raised their child while she worked as a teacher, before returning to school himself and getting a bachelor's degree in English from the University of British Columbia in 1977. It was there that he wrote his first short story, Fragments of a Hologram Rose. After school, he worked at various jobs, including as a teaching assistant on a film history course, until at a sci-fi convention he met punk musician and author John Shirley, who convinced him to take writing seriously. Gibson had early success with sci-fi short stories such as Burning Chrome and Johnny Mnemonic, which were published in the Omni magazine. But it was his debut novel, Neuromancer, that solidified his legacy. It became the first winner of a fiction triple crown, a Nebula, a Hugo, and a Philip K. Dick Award. 
and eventually sold more than 6.5 million copies worldwide. Gibson has gone on to write multiple award-winning novels and stories, as well as notable collaborations such as the aforementioned The Difference Engine, as well as a 300-line poem that was encrypted. His influence can be seen in more fiction, art, and games than we have time to name here. So suffice it to say, William Gibson is a living legend. If this reality is real, anyway. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for March 17th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.